Hello guys, welcome back to Andrea's podcast. And today I have a very special guest, Samantha Mabe. And Samantha is a natural pro figure competitor. I would I was going to say pro bodybuilder, but it is. <laughs> yes, she is a pro bodybuilder. We're all she's bodybuilders. Little, right? Yeah, we are bodybuilders. And <laughs> she's a little powerhouse to build with you. She's tiny, but she's a <laughs> it's very strong. <laughs> Try to be. I know, right? So, Samantha, Samantha, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here, actually. So, I just would like for you to introduce your, our, yourself to our listeners and just give us a little, a brief, you know, you know uh, think about you. Sure. So, uh, yeah, my name is Samantha Mabe. I am the uh, inside sales, operations, customer service, kind of jack of all trades uh, manager at Core Nutritionals, America Labs, America Energy, uh, slash now America Snacks. Um, so I get to sell and talk about supplements all day, which is really, really fun and cool. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely look forward to my job every day, which is nice. Um, I've been competing for a little over, I'd say a little over eight years now. Um, I just finished up my third season. Um, I competed with Andrea at the Orton, actually, so that's how we yeah. met. Um, yeah, and I just, I, I love fitness and all things involved. I grew up playing competitive golf, actually. I played in college at University of Illinois. Um, I was the captain of the team for three years there um, and got really overweight my freshman year, like mm -hmm. gained freshman, like 25, not 15, um, and that was kind of what spurred my journey in health and fitness. I just did a lot of research, Googled, read everything I could get my hands on, learned about it, lost all the weight, and then mm -hmm. it kind of spiraled into this big fitness journey that led to the stage. Um, I am married. My husband, Patrick, and I have been married for a little over a year. Um, we live just outside of D.C. I'm originally from Chicago. He brought me here, um, and I love Virginia. I love the East Coast. Um, I will never leave. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of a little snapshot of me and who I am. Awesome. That's so awesome. You have so many interesting things. Like it's, it's, it's interesting how, you know, when you start talking with other competitors or athletes in general, they have a very like a, either similar, similar stories that where they, uh, especially with, uh, physique competitors, you know, um, at certain point of their lives, they, they gained some weight and they found fitness mm -hmm. a way for them to actually start living a more healthy lifestyle yeah. in general. So what is Sparkle, your interest in actually bodybuilding? So I, like I said, I gained a bunch of weight and I learned how to lose it. I did a lot of like fad diets for a while. I'll fully admit I did. Mm -hmm. I attempted a keto, a paleo, a special K, a lean cuisine shake. Like I've done everything. Um, we all have been there. <laughs> yeah, I realized they didn't work. And I learned, you know, through again, all my research and, you know, just reading stuff that building muscle would actually like having muscle makes your metabolism higher and mm -hmm. uh, building muscle being stronger would, you know, more benefit me more in the long run. So I found the weight room and, um, really took an interest in just, uh, lifting weights, like being really strong. Um, I actually competed in powerlifting a couple of times just because like people in my gym were like, you're really strong. You should compete. And I was like, okay. Uh -huh. um, and I just took an interest in it. And while I was doing that, I was also researching diet and nutrition stuff. And mm -hmm. I 
started, you know, eating super clean, eating bodybuilding, quote unquote, foods like sweet mm-hmm. potatoes and chicken. And, you know, again, in my research, I kind of stumbled upon competing and I realized, well, I train really hard and I eat like a bodybuilder. So why not jump into this lifestyle? Just, you know, go all the way, do a competition. Um, and I actually prepped myself for my first show. I did pretty well. I finished wow. in OCB Midwest States. Um, got pretty lean. Like I didn't do anything crazy. I, you know, got mm-hmm. to be and pretty much just kept it the same. I didn't, I didn't mess with anything because I didn't know. Um, and then I realized I wanted to take it to the next level. And if I was going to improve, I needed some guidance. Mm-hmm. So I found Brandon and um, I won my pro card in 2015. Wow. Um, yeah. And so, and yeah, just a lot of research and just loving the weight room, love being strong. I cannot wait to get back to like peak strength and mm-hmm. really train hard again. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. Um, you know, the competition prep can be very challenging in a way. Well, actually takes a huge toll in your body, yeah. even though you don't realize because you are living it every day. So, yeah. you, just, you know, you your body getting used to yeah but when you were off season you were like yeah when I start like just like getting back to your normal training routine and then you can see that it's like okay even though the calories are going up your strength not unnecessary is going up yeah yeah I actually um I, I posted about it on my Instagram this morning um and then I really that really hit me hard last week because I thought so I actually started reverse dieting about six weeks out from my first show or from my last show I'm sorry Mm -hmm. Um, so I was reversing into the end of the season plus you know I I had an untracked day after the Orton Mm -hmm. um, and I thought like oh well all these extra calories and stuff like I'm gonna Mm -hmm. get to off season and just like I'm gonna start increasing right away and last week my body was broken down Mm -hmm. it just I was tired mentally and physically Um, the exhaustion of like doing so I did two peak weeks in three weeks and just, you know, tracking all your sodium, tracking everything super diligently, yeah. making sure, like checking all the boxes. It was just exhausting. And mm-hmm. so last week I got to the end of the week and I was like, this is at, my first week of off season was actually my worst week of training all year. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of took a step back and realized, you know, Sam, you got to give yourself some slack, like allow yourself some recovery, take an extra day here and there yeah. uh, and give it time. So absolutely. Yeah, so important. Thank you for sharing this because I think most competitors go through the same. Mm-hmm. Some people don't understand it, but even like for us who have been competing for so many years, every single prep in every single post show is completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, our body's going through so much and uh, don't forget your hormones also yeah. is going through so much. So some of the symptoms you're feeling is hormonal. Some mm-hmm. of are psychological. And so it's so much involved. And I believe that it's very important for us to kind of recognize that one, recognize. And like you just did it, I think it was great for you because you just kind of, a, you took a step back and say, hey, you know, that's fine. You're yeah. fine. Um, why not just give yourself some grace and also to have that support, right? From your family, from your coach and support from your coworkers. And you, you actually live in that 
industry where you know you are surrounded with bodybuilders yeah doug miller and you know his wife and, and even your husband um and uh, it's you have that support so having that support do you think that is still like because most of our listeners are not they don't have the same support as you mm -hmm. um so how important you think it is let's say like back in the days when you weren't working in this environment mm -hmm. did you do you remember how you used to deal with this post show like a blues thing well, so my last prep, actually, I did not work in the supplement industry. So I remember it pretty vividly. I worked mm -hmm. out, you know, on a corporate job. Um, actually, my last two preps, I worked in, you know, typical corporate job. Actually, my first one, I worked in an environment that was not health and fitness conscious at all. Like mm. the idea of, you know, just making like smart decisions or going for a walk every day wasn't, mm. you know, my coworkers just didn't get it. My second job, I definitely was around some people that were, you know, into health and fitness and would ask good questions and were supportive of it. Um, so I, it was, I mean, this prep was night and day going through it, especially going through it with my husband because he prepped and competed as well in the same shows. That was awesome to go through together. And it's even better to go through the post show together because mm -hmm. we both have days where we're like, man, I am ravenous today or, uh, you know, I, I talked to him about my really rough training week or, uh, you know, our, our programs are emotionally like some days, man, I, I mean, Andre, I'm sure you know this, you wake up and it's like, oh my gosh, a pin could drop and I want to cry. Like I, you know, yeah. you're just really emotional swing. So to go through it together is really, really, it's awesome. Um, and definitely a huge difference from my prep and post show in the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so true. I, it's so funny because yeah, even like a dream prep and post show, even myself, like last week, um, I was just going through a, a very, I would say, depression type feeling because I was feeling very down, very hard on myself. It's like, mm -hmm. why you don't have this energy? You're supposed to be having all this energy. You're supposed to mm -hmm. be getting back to the gym. And right. even though I was every day uh, going to the gym, I wasn't like feeling it. Yeah. And I was actually judging myself for it. Yeah. You know, I think that um, just like you, um, um, I decided to kind of like take a step back and be a little bit more, <laughs> show myself a little bit more grace. Yeah. You know, and say, hey, Andrea, it's fine. This week, let's just take like easy and one day at a time and just see how you feel and then from there you just uh, you know you will start seeing the progress yeah definitely and i think like some of the toughest things are a giving ourselves grace because we push ourselves like we are competitors we push for 100 percent every day so to scale it back and say you know what maybe i'm only going to give like 50 percent in the gym today that's a really weird thing and mm -hmm. then um you know taking that time to take it one day at a time or like allowing yourself to take it one day because I'm sure you're very similar. I'm a routine oriented person. Every Sunday I plan out my week, my split, when I'm going to do my cardio, mm -hmm. like I plan out my meals every day. So to tell myself, like, I'm going to take it one day at a time was really like that kind of gives me anxiety because it's mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, but it's Monday and I need to know what I'm going to do on Friday. But like, yeah. no, I don't. I really, I really don't. Um, 
So I actually gave myself a deadline of January 1 where I'm going to, for the next like eight weeks, six to eight weeks, just I'm going to train intuitively. If I get in the gym and I want to like do heavy squats, then Mm -hmm. I'll go for it. But if I just want to like pump out some leg extensions that day, then like that's going to be it too. And Mm -hmm. enjoy the holidays. Uh, You know, we have a lot of uh, time with our family. I have a Disney vacation with my family coming up. We have uh, family photos with my husband's family. Like Mm -hmm. I want to focus on enjoying that training is kind of in the background and just it, it, you know I'm not going to stress over it I'm going to enjoy what this time of year is about yeah that's so important and another thing it's like for me um I from my own experience it, it's very important to have that some other goals besides of um off-season goals per se you know improving your physique and things like that it's it's so important just like you having like those vacations planted and Mm -hmm. um having some family time you know schedule things like that that's gonna take your mind away from just the training itself and that mentality of uh, being on as a competitor because totally you know, we can actually embrace so hardly that um, persona, mm-hmm. you know, being an athlete. Right. That is hard to kind of uh, let it go when it's time to kind of uh, just kind of uh, separate yourself from it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I definitely, you know, going from playing college golf to competing, like the reason why I got into competing or one of the reasons was when I got done playing college golf, I wanted something else to give me goals and to mm-hmm. compete in and keep me going. Um, but I also have to remember that I can't hundred percent identify with that. Like I'm way more than a competitor, way more than an athlete. And so, like you said, you know, focusing on time with family, like I'm a daughter, I'm a wife. Um, mm-hmm. and I will say like, I, so I'm having, you know, some struggles in the gym, but I don't necessarily have like post-show blues. Like I know a lot of competitors, they get really sad that the season is over because mm. you know, they, they enjoy competing and they want to keep competing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas I will definitely say I got everything out of this season that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I embraced every show. I did the absolute best that I could. And I was excited to get back to normal life. Like I can't wait to do some home projects. Like DIY stuff is one of my favorite hobbies. Um, my husband and I are looking at getting a dog. Oh, that's um, so fun. Yeah. So I'm like, bring on the normal life, mm-hmm. non-building bodybuilder things. I'm, I'm more than ready for them. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. So um, I would just kind of a, change a little bit the topic because I know you are a flexible dieter, just yes. like I am. And so, um, so can you share your experience between having a quote unquote bro diet mm-hmm. to a more flexible dieting? And uh, how, how was the transition for you? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I, when I used to, you know, prep myself and stuff, I tracked macros, but I definitely meal planned myself and I would really restrict to only like the quote unquote clean foods. Um, I just didn't know any better. And Mm -hmm. I I mean, I did well with it. Obviously I I did pretty well, but then I started working with Brandon I work with Brandon Wattis, um, out of Northwest Indiana. And he introduced me to the world of flexible dieting. And mm-hmm. I, when I started working with him, actually, I was reversing. So my calories are pretty high. So I did things on purpose. Like I, I track, I don't really like Pop-Tarts that much, but I was mm-hmm. like, I tracked Pop-Tart every day just to like, see if I could do it and if it would mm-hmm. work. And it worked. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Uh-huh. And then I 
did like an Oreo a day every while, you know, yeah. for a while. And then I did ice cream and um, it just like opened up a whole new world to me, you know, and mm-hmm. obviously I got all my cravings out of the way and I went to, you know, all the foods I like, which I do predominantly like, you know, a 90% whole food diet. Like I, mm-hmm. I love broccoli in large quantities. I love mm-hmm. Brussels sprouts. I love protein, like we were saying, yeah. um, like lean proteins. Um, but it just, I guess this prep especially because we prepped for a really long time. I prepped for like 42 weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really didn't build up a lot of cravings for things because I never restricted. I mean, of course I wanted some things when I was done, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I, I had some burgers in there that I would make for myself as a lean cut of beef and, you know, maybe some low fat cheese and a carb friendly bun. Um, and then that's one thing that I'm super excited for the off season is just to have a little bit more flexibility. And like I made yesterday some cauliflower mac and cheese, mm. like a low fat cheese. I used half pasta, half cauliflower. Um, and I made some air fried chicken tenders, like flexible dieting is like, I don't feel the need to go out and binge or have cheat mm-hmm. days because I, I don't restrict anything like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Same with me. You know, I, I don't, I didn't have any cravings. I didn't really have any cravings, even post show. The only thing I was screaming was like, give me all the veggies, please. Yeah. You know, just yeah. because the show day guys is if you are, if you've never competed before, the, the food is very plain, yeah, very simple because your body needs to digest and you don't want to cause any GI stress during the day. But that's what I was craving. You know, I was like, I want some veggies. I want some green uh, greens and some lean meats. And uh, I think the only thing I really had different the day after was like a pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because like, just like you, I don't restrict myself. from. Yeah. The one thing I will say I did really want was like, I wanted to not weigh out my vegetables. Mm. Like, like I just wanted a mental break. That was kind of, you know, at the end you track like sodium and because yeah. of that, you track your condiments and stuff. So mm-hmm. we actually traveled for one of our peak weeks. Like we had to travel the week of, and I was stopping at gas stations to weigh out like my mustard on my chicken and broccoli. And I was like, mm-hmm. can I just have a day where I just eyeball it? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like I just wanted to take a mental break. So yeah, give me all the veggies and no food scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. So it's so much um, easier going through, even when you are going through the, the transition between, you know, uh, competition prep towards your off season is that um, mm-hmm. I think that flexible dieting teaches you how to have that knowledge of uh, portion control well, mm-hmm. not really portion control it's not even control of portion size yeah but it's just having an idea what a portion size looks like right right so yeah. even when you go to restaurants you don't have to be in a about just like okay i need to bring my food scale or oh my god you know it's like i'm gonna eat you already kind of eyeball it and in your and in your mind you already know and you make yeah. choices um based on your personal goals. Yeah, exactly. And I will say that, um, you know, the 
bodybuilding lifestyle and flexible dieting has actually, so I know that, you know, some competitors get into it and they deal with it. Whereas I guess the lifestyle will give them somewhat of an eating disorder because they don't like the control and constant, you know, tracking mm -hmm. and stuff. Whereas I actually feel like I've, it had the opposite effect on me. Mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't say that I had an eating disorder because I don't think I was quite to that level, but I definitely did some emotional eating. I had some, you know, we'll call it disordered patterns maybe or disordered mm -hmm. moments. Um, and that was what led to a lot of my weight gain was a lot of emotional eating. And I, you know, getting into a prep, sometimes you come home from a day, you're really stressed. And, you know, I'll say like, man, I wish I could just like dig into the pantry. I wish I could have a chocolate bar because I had a really rough day and that would help me feel better. Mm -hmm. But when you're in prep, you can't do that because that will break your plan and it'll be off your macros. And um, it's not getting me to my goals. So it actually led me to find other ways to like deal with my emotions outside mm -hmm. of eating. Um, and so I would go for a walk or read a book or listen to music or watch Netflix or something. And so bodybuilding has actually helped me to detach a lot of emotion from food mm -hmm. and it actually had the opposite effect where like now I, I tell myself, you know, even in the off season, like, okay, I had a really rough day at work, maybe a really stressful day at work. Um, a chocolate bar might, or whatever it is might taste really good and might feel good in this moment, but it's going to feel worse later. And that problem, that stressor that I had will still be there, even if I eat yeah. chocolate bar. So I'm not going to do that because it, it just doesn't, you know what I mean? I, I walk myself through the process and bodybuilding really taught me that. Um, so I'm really thankful for it. It definitely has it really has changed my life. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I was just talking with a, a, a good friend of mine, who is a coach as well. She, um, we were talking about how bodybuilding, it's more than just a, a body transformation. Mm -hmm. It's that it's kind of a sort of like a self-development. It's like, a, it's an internal growth. Totally. You know, every single prep, you will learn something new about yourself. Yeah you will find strengths that you never thought you would be able, you have, mm -hmm. right? Um, oh, yeah. And teaches you so much like self-love and acceptance of yourself. Yeah. That it's, to me, it's one of the most um, rewarding sports. Yeah, definitely. And I think you hit the nail on the head and that everyone is different, um, which I didn't realize coming into this year. I thought like I kind of had it figured out and I had it, not that I was, you know, the best in the world or anything, but mm -hmm. I thought I knew what prep was and mm -hmm. you know, here we go. I know what I'm getting myself into. And like, I, I didn't, um, I learned so many other things about myself that I had no clue. And I also wouldn't have learned them if prep never came around or, you know, if I didn't decide to prep, um, so looking back while this season for me wasn't as it wasn't as rewarding in the sense that I didn't finish as well in my shows like my last season I finished like first and second in both of my shows uh -huh. this season I didn't have you know quite the finishes that I wanted mm -hmm. but I feel like I learned so much more about myself and I have so many more um I guess like not measurable victories mm -hmm. uh, you know, in myself and my training and, and, uh, you know, prepping together, Patrick and I, we learn things about each other and our relationship. So I have all these things that I am coming away with that aren't trophies, but are so much more lasting and, um, so much more rewarding for yeah. me. 
Yeah, it's so beautiful. Uh, thank you for sharing this because yeah. I know a lot of our listeners um, sometimes get caught up on the the outcome of competing, mm -hmm. just like looking for you know the placement or the the trophy or whatever, whatever you know the title. Um, but just like you, it's so interesting because I thought too I had everything figured out. Yeah. by now it's like oh yeah i've been competing for so many years you know i know what to expect post show i know what it you know how yeah. i'm gonna deal with this and it's like i'm prepared and i'm all good and then hit me but yeah. it's so important to rem remind yourself as well what the journey taught you you know just like you i didn't place i i had an expectation to place certain you know a certain level at the Yorzen and I didn't, which yeah. it's fine. I, I understand the reason why. And I was okay, but at the same time, I had a few feelings where like, well, you should place the better. Yeah. And, but you have to just kind of a shift your mindset very quickly and uh, get it back and remind yourself what the things you have learned yeah. throughout the entire journey. Definitely. And like the things about myself, the personal things, you know, like I said, the things that Patrick and I learned about each other and our relationship, but also I would say the biggest takeaway and the most rewarding thing for me, this prep was, um, you know, working for the supplement companies. And I guess I, I had, I don't have, do not have a huge following, but I had a little bit more of an Instagram following and I, you know, was really transparent about my progress. The most rewarding thing was all the people that were inspired by my journey and you know, all the things I posted like that is way cooler than any like when I talk to someone at my church who's like I've been following you for all 40 weeks oh, and awesome. you inspired me to lose weight and I've lost 30 pounds myself oh, wow. like that, okay I can finish dead last that is mm -hmm. way more lasting um and way more of an impact than I want to have yeah absolutely I completely agree so and right now what is next for you yeah, that's a great question. We're, you know, I, I think we said at the beginning, like, I'm so excited for some non-fitness things, actually. Mm -hmm. So I've given myself my January 1 deadline. Um, I definitely want to get into a program training more for strength, eventually, mm -hmm. um, you know, like, progressing in my squats and deadlifts. Those are, that's what's really fun for me. I love squatting and deadlifting. I just, I, do too. I love those big moves. Um, so eventually I'll get to that, but Patrick and I are probably going to get a dog this week. So my meat will very much increase with dog yes. walks. Um, yep. yeah, yeah, we're super excited. Um, I've never had a dog actually. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm happy. Uh, we have some DIY projects we want to get to. Um, we're going to Disney world with my family, um, mm -hmm. for a week. Uh, what else? Yeah. We have a lot of like little outings and things we want to do because I mean, you know, when you're in prep, you can't, you can go to stuff, but you can't fully enjoy it. So like last weekend, we actually went to a local brewery, got a tour. Um, I drank my first drinks of the year, literally my first drink of 2019. Um, did really well, paced myself and didn't get too drunk. So, um, doing things like that, you know, just, and taking in the moment and, uh, you know, expanding on these experiences that I, I couldn't fully experience mm -hmm. during prep. Um, get more involved in church, definitely. Um, mm -hmm. That's really important to me. My faith is super important to me. Um, so yeah, super non-fitness things and cooking. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to, I, one of my favorite activities is I will tell Patrick to give me a meal that mm -hmm. is really like calorie heavy. Mm -hmm. 
and give me his target macros. And then I have the challenge of like to recreate you know, it and making it fit. Yeah. Um, so yesterday I made my air fried chicken tenders with cauliflower mac and cheese, which was like, oh, it was heaven. Um, I'll share that recipe soon, but mm -hmm. I, I really like doing hacks like that. So mm -hmm. I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, just non like a lot of non-fitness stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. That's what awesome. What's next for you? For me, well, I want to really focus in on my clients mm -hmm. this off season, um, and uh, also be more involved with actually with the bodybuilding uh, mm -hmm. community, but as a you know as a coach and uh just helping out with shows and things like that mm -hmm. i really really enjoy those things and uh yeah and spend more time with my husband yeah for sure because we have not just like you my prep was like yeah. 40 weeks mm -hmm. and uh we really didn't have as much time together so i just want to slowly start getting back to that regular routine where yeah. we have more time and really focusing on other things like folks as far as my training focusing on strength mm -hmm. um i might i don't know yet but just like you i i have competed in like powerlifting before mm -hmm. and i was thinking in just kind of a set a goal to just kind of a maybe a meet yeah. in the future um but just really focusing on taking care of myself mm -hmm. And, and do the things that I really enjoy of doing, which is being in the kitchen. I love just like you creating. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen that. I picked up on that for you. For oh sure. my God. Oh my God. I just made it this blueberry, whatever it is, muffin with sweet potato. We will see how oh. it turns out. I will see. And then that's I can share like... that in the post. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much what I, I want to do right now. Not a being so focusing on fitness mm -hmm. and uh, you know like competition prep per se yeah. but it's still I always still want to be involved yeah. on the community yeah I've actually thought about judging um, mm. next like becoming a judge because I totally agree I still want to be involved I love the community I love the people that I meet um, I love what the lifestyle has done for me so I want to give back mm -hmm. but I'm not 100% sure that I've found my place. Like maybe I'll be a promoter, maybe I'll be a judge. Mm. I mean, obviously I work in it every day too, so that helps, but yeah. I definitely want to give back and like support the sport, um, but not step on stage next year, that's for sure. Yeah, me neither. We are taking at least two years off. Yeah, for sure. I, I need that break. We got to grow too. For us, it takes a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that is very important for our listeners to know as well, being a natural competitor, especially if you are a natural competitor, mm -hmm. off-season is one of the most important seasons of the year because yeah. that's when you are pretty much like, put. that's the hard work. It's right, right there because right. you were increasing your strength. You are increasing the lean mass, but also you are going, actually, it's, a, it's an opposite transformation where your body's changing where actually you're gaining weight you're a little bit more fluffy people are not a really especially if you're on the social media and you have a big followers following that's when like 
people start unfollowing you because right. of like, okay, now she's like off season, she's gaining weight and blah, blah, blah. So we have to keep it. That's a very important for us as competitors and even for coaches to remind ourselves that it's important to keep your, keep it the focus, be, be focused on your own goal. Right. Yeah. That's one thing that I really want to um, stress a lot in my, like, again, I don't have a huge following, but you know, in my social media and stuff, I really want to share the balance of the lifestyle. And while, you know, I'm going to do a lot of non-fitness things, I'm going to also make my fitness goals work. So I'm really excited to like share some of my recipes, like I said, you know, and that I can have these things. You don't have to restrict yourself in order to stay in good shape. Like you don't have to you know, cut out an entire food group, like you can still have it, just learn moderation. Um, and then, yeah, sharing like the fact that the off season is where you make the progress um, and how important it is to, you know, put on a little bit of fluff and be a little bit more round and, mm -hmm. and you know, share that hard work. So I'm hoping to share like this journey back to, you know, reversing back to my quote unquote maintenance weight, whatever mm -hmm. that is. Um, and then the balance that comes with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thank you for that. I, I'm yeah. excited to just follow your journey. Yeah, right back at you. More of your recipe. <laughs> we will share a lot of my recipes as well. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so we are about to just kind of uh, wrap up our podcast. So I always like to finish it with a few questions. Okay. And uh, what are you grateful for in your life right now? Oh, man. So actually, this is a practice that I started um, every morning. I write down five things that I'm thankful for, and you can't be negative with a grateful heart. So I will say, uh, gosh, I have a lot of things to be thankful for. Um, I'm most excited or I'm most thankful for uh, actually my job um, and the fact that I don't dread Mondays. Um, I love coming into work on Monday and seeing my team and their excitement for all the things we have going on. So I'm very, very thankful for my job and the opportunities um, that it has given me. Awesome. And uh, a book or books that, uh, if you read, actually, um, that have changed your life? Um, so we here at Core Nutritionals uh, love the book Good to Great. Um, if anyone's ever read it, it's just got a lot of principles that can be applied to business but can also be applied to life. Mm -hmm. um, I also am currently reading Divine Direction by Craig Rochelle. Um, and I love him. He's a, a preacher. Um, he's really, you know, prominent in the Christian community. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just seven simple things that you can do to change the direction of your life. And it just kind of makes you think, um, you know, differently about even little things in your life. So I would highly recommend that one. Awesome. And, uh, well, I guess you kind of sort of a, a answered the question, my next question, but what you are working in your life right now? What am I working on in my life? Um, it could be professional, it could be personal, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so personally, I guess, um, one of my kind of stressors or, well, I, yeah, so one thing I'm working on is I tend to think really far into the future and stress about like what ifs. Mm. Um, you know, one thing that I'm kind of dealing with, one of my post-show struggles is dealing with like, not so much the post-show weight, but what if I were to gain too much? What if I were to uh, overeat today? What if I, you know, what if, what if, what if? And mm. it really takes away from the present moment and it doesn't allow you to enjoy it. So I'm trying to be in the present, 
um, focus on what's going on right now and just be confident in myself and my decisions and not worry so much about, you know, that, that kind of like fear of failure in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's my biggest hurdle right now. Still very much in progress. (laughs) I think we are all, you know, in that same, his face, to be honest with you. I try to practice presence every single day and remind myself um, that just to be present, to be living in this yeah. beautiful life that we are given. You know? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's... Because like, life's going to throw crazy stuff at you and it's going to be really stressful, but you can't let like what might happen in a year mm-hmm. ruin today. Yeah. So... That's my, what I remind myself every day. Awesome. And where can we find you? You can find me. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm at Mrs. Meaty Thighs, all one word. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on Facebook under Samantha Mabe. Um, and info, if you ever have any questions on supplements, you can email info at cornutritionals.com. Yes. On the other end, and I'm happy to help. Yes, the best supplements ever. I have been using Core Nutrition for the past. Oh my gosh, it's been three years now. Yeah, I was you- just calculating. Like I was making a math. I was like, when I started, yeah. I was like, oh, this has been like three years. You just don't even think about it anymore because it's just a you know automatic. Yeah, yeah. And Which I love I'm your like. I love Core. Super excited. We have a vegan protein coming in 2020. So. Yes, I'm really excited for it too because I use uh, a lot of plant-based products myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited too. I'm really, really excited. Yeah, it's gonna. We're gonna. We want to make the flavors just right. We're not gonna get that earthy flavor that you get in most, you know, proteins. So mm-hmm. we're excited for that. Yeah, I'm excited too. I can yeah. wait to just try. <laughs> I can be one of the piggy. Uh, what do you call? Um, pigs. Yes. There we go. Piggy. Yep. I can be one of those. Just send to me. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today, Samantha. It was super fun. Yeah, it was fun. And uh, thanks so much for joining us today, guys. And uh, if don't forget to follow Samantha on her social media, and uh, I will put everything on show notes and uh, let us know what you think about this podcast. And don't forget to tag us when you're listening. when you listen to this and uh, we will see you guys next week. All right.